May these words of my mouth and this meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It is said that every senior warden's term is marked by some controversy. There's one event that just sort of defines and takes a lot of attention. When I was senior warden in Pennsylvania, we had such a situation arise. Controversy. It was terrible. There was literal wailing and gnashing of teeth. And people were up in arms that implied that surely their very salvation hung in the balance. I had to meet with several people personally and make an announcement in front of the parish one Sunday to try and bring some comfort and perspective to those who were upset. It was a difficult time to be sure. And I'm sure you're wondering, what terrible event could have possibly caused things to rise to such a fevered pitch? Well, let me tell you. The altar guild decided that they were tired of polishing the brass collection plates and they replaced them with wicker baskets. (laughs) Wicker baskets. I can think of no other singular event that caused such an uproar in my years as senior warden. Not the firing of the youth minister. Not the search and hiring of a new rector. Nothing. Nothing was as controversial as the wicker baskets. Folks were incensed because this wasn't the way it had always been. The brass plates had always been used. Baskets were not traditional. And surely the very fabric of our identity was unraveling with this change. Surely we were losing sight of something holy. So lest we come down too hard on these Pharisees and scribes this morning, let us look at our own notions of right and wrong and acceptable. We love our traditions here in the Episcopal Church, even if we've only been doing something for two years. We put a great deal of stock in the way we do things. Let us make sure we take a minute to hold up a mirror to our own judgments. That guy across the aisle he doesn't cross himself the same time I do. Well, that person kneels, I think we're supposed to stand. Everyone should bow as the cross is processed. Someone drinks from the chalice and someone else intincts. Let us be careful about that fine line between an exercise of piety that makes us feel closer to God. But when that line is crossed, it can become a measuring stick 
by which we judge someone else's piety. Hand washing was a tradition of the elders, not a commandment. And now personally, I am a fan of hand washing before a meal. But that's not really the point, is it? Let us be aware of what is tradition and what is truly tied to our right relationships with God and with each other. It is not hand washing. It's not even kneeling. And it is certainly not brass collection plates. Jesus quickly shifts from this rebuke about idolatry and self-righteousness to what does matter. He quotes the prophet Isaiah, This people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Nothing that we take in, Jesus tells us, none of the externals determine who and what we are. It is the very things that come out of us that point to our true character. The Hebrews of the early scriptures thought of the whole human being and personality with all of its physical, intellectual, and psychological attributes when they used the word heart. It was considered the governing center. It is the heart which makes and identifies a person. Interestingly, the emotional focus was lower in the anatomy around the gut, but the intellectual and volitional was placed higher in the heart. In the New Testament, the heart is the very seat of the intellect and the will. So what is in our hearts? All manner of things. Jesus lists the evil intentions that can spring from the heart. Deceit, envy, slander, pride, and those are just the ones we encounter on a daily basis. Either springing from our own heart or from the hearts of others. This, my friends, is a hard gospel lesson. It doesn't feel like good news, but it is. Jesus knows that these things are in our hearts. He knows what dwells in us. And yet, he loves us. He knows that judgment and uncharitability simmer in our hearts. He knows how those feelings manifest themselves in how we treat each other. He sees us as we are and yet loves us still. We curate our lives like a modern-day Instagram account, only showing others the best, often heavily edited snapshots of who we are. Jesus, however, sees through that editing. He loves and forgives all of the ugly bits that we work so hard to hide. And that is good news.
And I don't believe that means that we should be content to just stay as we are or that we should shrug our shoulders and say, ah, that's just the human condition. Those listed inevitable byproducts of the human condition are not things to which we need to give in. We can call upon the better angels of our nature. Several of the Hebrew scriptures and later Paul talk about the circumcision of the heart, the cutting away of the less honorable intentions to make room for what Paul calls the fruit of the Spirit. The opportunity to create less room for wickedness and more room for gentleness. Less slander, more kindness, less envy, and more love. The good news is also present when we can look at ourselves and our intentions critically. We have the opportunity to examine our lives And when we are deeming our piety and actions hierarchically to see how our thinking makes us feel somehow superior to another. The really good news is that we can take this opportunity to be honest with ourselves about exactly how fortunate we are to be forgiven all of those ugly bits and challenge ourselves to truly forgive one another as we have been forgiven, to step away from our notions, those intentions seated in our hearts that cause us to judge and harm others, to cut them away and create space for that which is truly pleasing and honoring to God. Good intentions, my friends, rise from the heart as well. Thanks be to God for the goodness, love, and mercy shown to us. And please, Lord, let us show it to others. Let us hold in our hearts more that is good than is evil. Let us know the difference between tradition and commandment. And may we have the wisdom to focus on that which truly brings us closer to God. It is not outward signs of piety, and it is certainly not collection plates.